The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Sunday Live, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen, streaming on Instagram and TikTok. As always, the big guy, Ryback22, on those accounts. Getting ready to hit 1.5 million on TikTok. Uh, That should be happening uh, this week. And uh, these lives greatly help uh, get the get the account uh, more activity and engagement on there. So thank you to everybody on TikTok, Instagram. Thank you. And uh, as always, Ryback TV, Ryback Rules on uh, Twitch, and Ryback on Periscope slash Twitter. As always, guys, the show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplements Sweetened with Stevia. And monk fruit, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors, vegan friendly for men and women. And this weekend, guys, until midnight Pacific tonight, I am giving you the hookup. The hookup. I am giving you guys a free Feed Me More Nutrition gym bag, lifting straps, workout gloves, and a premium shaker bottle. All for free. All orders, $60 and up, guys. That is in the description on there. But all you got to do is go to feedmemore.com, spend $60, have $60 of items in your cart, go to the weight belts and apparel, add the lifting straps, gym bag, and workout gloves. Select your workout glove size, please, as well. And then add the free shaker bottle uh, as your free gift. And use discount code THEHOOKUP. Discount code T-H-E, HOOKUP, THEHOOKUP, on feedmemore.com, guys. And this is all yours free. We're giving you until midnight tonight, Pacific. Also, we have the Feed Me More Nutrition face mask uh, in stock in black and white. And we have Feed Me More Nutrition ankle socks. These are super comfortable. I have about a 1,000 of these in my sock drawer. I will never run out of socks again. I am I am equipped with socks for life. And, uh, and then we got the gym bag as well, guys. These are all really nice items. We don't cut any corners on the Feed Me More Nutrition stuff. If I throw a logo on it. I want it to be good quality, and uh, I think you guys are really, really going to dig it. So check that out. Uh, That's until midnight Pacific tonight. On to the show. What do we got going on today? We're going to ask that there's no spamming, guys. We're going to go ahead and shell shock a user out of here right off the get-go as the chat's kicking off. I'm here for you guys. Your questions, fitness, nutrition, supplementation, mindset, motivation, a little pro wrestling. What do we got going on? I'm here for you. Uh, You are the Indian police. Good deal. Thank you. Hopefully you're keeping law and order over in India. Greg Colley was a cop. The largest cop, I think, in the history of the Indian police. Richard, I'm doing very good today. Thank you. I've I've had a great day. And uh, I did a really hard conditioning session. On the Stairmaster, 10 straight rounds of max level 25 with the minute rest on level 8 using hands for the rest period. In about 30 minutes in the sauna, I was done. I was uh, I had to come home and uh, take a cold, a cooler shower to get my body temperature down. I should have just went and jumped in the pool. That would have then gone and showered, but I just went straight to the shower. My clothes... I probably lost eight pounds of sweat. It was because uh, the Stairmaster, when you go all out like that, gets me. And then the sauna. Like, I wasn't even recovered when I went in the sauna. I was I was struggling in the sauna 
breathing, like as far as because that when I say struggling, like where you just know you're you're it, it's you lost. I lost a lot of body body water, and I was I was replenishing as I was in there. But I should have probably taken uh, a little bit longer break. But I was was trying to to get everything done. So well, I feel great now, though. The uh, but got some scar tissue broken up, and I got to do a lot more right after this show. So. Uh, no stoned Papa Smurf. You cannot smell my fingers. As always, guys, uh, super chats on YouTube will be pulled up on the screen. We're going to create rules to encourage the super chats. How do you deal with setbacks when going for your dreams? Um, you don't stop. A lot of the answers I'm always going to give you guys are very simple. But the deal is, it's all our mindset. And... A lot of people, you go, well, that sounds easy. Uh, and they'll say, yeah, it is if your mindset's in the right place. If you want something as bad as you want to breathe, if you know, go put your head underwater and you will panic because you want to get out of underwater to breathe. You have to want what you want with that same sort of commitment, right? And then you'll keep finding a way to keep working towards it because the moment you stop working towards it, that then becomes something that is not a reality until you continue to work for it. But you got to know what you want and you just have to find ways to continue to, to go for it in whatever way that is. All that life is, is just what do we want and then how bad do we want it? Or are we willing to do the things that we need to do to get it? Also, a big part of life is happiness. It is something that is evaded uh, the majority of human beings since the beginning of time. And once we find internal peace and happiness, and we all have it with us right here, right now, happiness sits inside each and every one of us. All we have to do is unlock it. Life becomes extremely simple once we discover our happiness. That comes with a lot of reading, a lot of mindset, a lot of self-improvement uh, books, and then um, simplifying things to what you like, not comparing yourself to other people. And then doing what you like. And it gets really, really easy. But you don't stop. If you want something, you keep working towards it until you get it. And just you try to be grateful and, and enjoy the process. And you don't worry about the haters and the negativity. Because no matter what we do, those people are always going to be telling us we're wrong and we're bad and we suck and we're no good. And trying to discourage us. We just block them and we just keep doing it. That's because we know what we want. And we don't let them take away our time that we need to be working towards what we want. All right, pulling up some super chats here. Coffee money's coming in hot today. Christopher Yao, my man, good to see you again. Thank you, big guy, for all you do. Much love. Stay freaking jacked. Stay hungry. Hashtag hungry. Feed me more. Thank you very much, Chris. $10. That's three Starbucks, my man. Thank you very much. I literally say, this is all, everything I equate to Starbucks money. That's how much I love black coffee. All right, another super chat here. Can Punk, uh, from the uh, Ost Guard, can Punk keep up with the gymnastic kids that uh, the AEW instincts uh, insist? Wait, hold on. I'm completely, can Punk keep up with the gymnastics kids the AEW insist 
demand like the Bucks. So here's the deal. 100% yes. All that wrestling is is being in shape. And then once you're in shape, so there's different styles. Punk doesn't have to change anything he did before working with these guys. And I think this is the big misconception with wrestling fans. And this is a big mistake that wrestlers, especially guys that don't want to work that style, I will tell you straight up, my style is more popular than their styles because very few people can do what I do. Punk knows a style how to draw money and make money. And he knows how to do it. And he knows how to do enough things that he does well. Being a pro wrestler is knowing what you do well and then just doing it. And you could, the guys that have made the most money in the history of the business and had the biggest fan bases and become the biggest stars have done the least amount of stuff in the ring. And nobody has broken that to this day. And that's a fact. Because they understand psychology and how to make money and how to do the things they do well. And that's nothing against you could have all these other styles. Punk will work very well with those styles. Because those guys can do what they do. And I'm going to give you guys something. Watch how like even Kenny Omega worked with Christian in things. I really enjoyed a lot of that. Christian is a very smart man. Christian understands psychology very well. Kenny does too, but Kenny's style can be different a lot of times. <clears throat> but when those guys get around guys that understand the formula for success, magic happens. No doubt he'll be able to keep up. I, I have no doubt. This, nothing like with whatever our personal stuff, I have no doubt he will be able to keep up as long as he is physically healthy and in shape, which I don't see being a problem with him. I, I, if he goes back to wrestling, he's going to be in shape. And that would be my, my guess. So I see him working very well with all the people because he doesn't do, he, do, he didn't do a lot of that. He could, I mean, he could do stuff. And he knows what he can do, and he incorporates what he does into what they do, and you get great matchups, right? That's pro wrestling. But a lot of the big guys and people start making the mistake that think that go, oh, I have to start working that style, you know, and throw 20 kicks here. No, you don't. I could throw one kick, and I'm going to tell the guy to sell, and they're going to sell. Because that's what you need to do working a guy. You got to have, like, you just have to know who and what you are. And then you put matchups together based off of that with proper psychology. It's not hard. It's just you have to know who you are and not sacrifice that for another style. All of a sudden, if I'm wrestling uh, Kalisto, I'm not going to do a million things to Kalisto. He can do a million things. I don't have to, though. Right? That's pro wrestling, and that's what makes it great. So I see him doing very well with those guys. Great question. Uh, another super chat here. I'm 14 and 180 pounds. Is that bad? Much love. Hashtag feed me more from ya boy, Natone, PS4. I can't pronounce that name. Um, no, that's not bad, buddy. I don't know. I don't know what you look like or anything. It just depends if you want to be stronger, healthier, in better shape. You got to start taking some steps towards that. The first step is a ba basal metabolic rate calculator. 
and find out how many calories you need per day and then go from there. And then you, and then you got to, you got to start a weight training program and you got to start learning, you know, start. I tell people start with three exercises. If you have no clue what you're doing and get really good at those three exercises. Then once you have those three exercises down, get three more exercises and just start building. Too many people want to know everything all at once. And if they don't, then they don't do it. You got to start putting the puzzle together. You got to get active. You got to get hungry and you got to get moving. In a year, you'll know 50 exercises, if not way more. Off to the races. Another, uh, hold on, the Oscar. Okay, so I meant with the standard there of no psychology. Will it irritate him? Mm-mm. Listen, and those guys, it's not to say that those guys don't have psychology. They have a different view of the business. I, I, I believe... And those guys are smart. And I've worked guys on independence, right? I work guys. AR Fox is a great example of this. AR Fox has done a lot of stuff and done a lot of indie matches and done things. He know we had conversations, and I, I like him a lot. He knows the stuff that he does wasn't like wasn't what you would normally do. And we ended up putting together what I thought was a very very good match, and and told a story throughout it and we didn't start letting him do stuff till later in the match where it didn't work for the majority of the match and then the crowd started biting when it did started working as we as we unfolded the match it's up to the people working like i said these guys i don't think here's the deal punk i don't know what like punk is punk i don't you can't all you can control is your pro wrestling and that's what i've learned Guys are going to go out and do what they want to do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to go out and do what I know I can do. And then the other people can do, because trying to control pro wrestling, you're just going to drive yourself crazy. Everyone has a different opinion of the business. At the end of the day, you go there, you want your segments to deliver. You want to get the crowd. You want to have the best crowd reactions or as loud of crowd reactions as possible. You want to tell stories in your matchups and your storylines. You can't work unless you work in in the office for AEW and you're part of creative or you're part of the team. Then you got to worry about a lot of that stuff. But if you're just a talent, don't let it bother you. And I and I, we're not going to know that till he's there. But I have a feeling he and where he's at in his life, he's going to be smart enough to know to just go and just do what he does and and worry about what he's doing. And that's not to say as he's there, he he doesn't you know help guys. And the younger guys, and but what's going to happen? People are going to see that guys are going to go out there doing twenty dives, and then realize, oh man, that guy didn't do one dive, and he got the loudest reaction of the night. There's something to that, and when enough, and I've seen it, and that's why I know, and I've been, I've done it time and time again. I think he's going to do just fine, and I don't think he's going to let that drive him crazy. I think a lot of those guys, they're going to they. You know, you get around guys and see, and you adjust. That's not to say, you know, young bucks like you guys. They and they throw a lot more moves and stuff. But they're and they're not, they're not like tiny, tiny guys by any means. But I look at it. It depends on who they're who they're wrestling. And the thing is, is like again, you can only control your matchup. And guys are going to have their own flavor and what they want to do. 
You can let it drive you crazy all day long. I don't have time for it. I don't, I don't think Punk has time for it either. Just my opinion. We've got another super chat. Uh, OG Steven 2001, uh, would you ever consider returning to the ring? <laughs> OG Steven, is this your first time tuning in? Yes, that's what we are working towards right here. And uh, we're getting, getting closer and closer with the shoulder. Um, just got a little more scar tissue we got to get. So my back is 100% and uh, life is good. Feed me more nutrition is great. And uh, I'm working very, very hard. I'm in shape. My conditioning is better than it's ever been. I've been vegan for over a year. And uh, I'm looking forward to what the future holds once I'm, I'm able to full-blown go. Another super chat here. I don't know what this is worth. It's $100 in some currency. Swap, no. What, what currency is this in? I don't know the, the symbols. Ric Flair came to Triple Mania. I actually saw uh, the chops to Triple Mania 29 with Andrade at ringside for his match with Kenny for the AAA title. Love to see this moment. Your thoughts? Yeah, I did see that with Conan and, and Flair in there and Flair uh, and Andrade uh, chopping uh, Omega. And uh, I thought it was a very... Good way to get Flair involved and, and not too risky. I where he didn't do anything out that I only saw the chops and then the figure four. So on Conan, so um, and Andrade I think had the figure four on on Kenny if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I, I mean you got to be careful with Flair. I don't know the the exact medical situation. I just know that you know with everything before you know whenever you're doing dealing with the heart and with things and internally and that and. He's lived a hard life and, you know, you, you, you don't want to do anything too extreme, but I'm sure he has, uh, his guidelines, uh, from his doctor and, uh, and they saw no problem with it. So it was, uh, I think, yeah, I think too, what probably it would, uh, you know, I think it's inevitable flair ends up on AEW TV in some capacity. I just think it's inevitable. And uh and I think that's a it's a good one to have associated with your company. I'd like to see Brett Hart associated with them as well. I'd like to see Brett Brett because Brett Brett is Brett was one of my 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 all-time favorites growing up too. And I Brett Brett's psychology and, and storytelling uh was second to none in my opinion. Uh, thoughts on trend of wrestlers leaving family. I don't, I don't even know what that is, buddy. You're going to have to, you're going to have to be a little more, uh, clear. Let me hold on, get the super chat up. You missed my last super chat. Have it. Uh, I apologize. I didn't see I see this one. Have it, you have any thoughts on cryptocurrency or NFTs? I heard Chris Jericho made an uh, NFT. I believe those are what not non non fungible fun, fungible tokens. Gary Vaynerchuk's always talking about them. I honestly haven't even looked into it. I I, I saw part of what the NFTs were um, in crypto. I and I, I invested in crypto for a bit. I made some money. I lost some money years ago. I um I don't understand it, and I've tried to understand it. I like stocks. I I'm a stock guy. 
And, uh, and that's not to say, you know, there's a, how many, how many thousands of cryptos are there now? And I know the big ones, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, I think XRP is on Coinbase as well. We've actually looked into uh, implementing accepting Bitcoin for Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. And that would be my investment in crypto. Um, and there were some issues finalizing it that I have to all check back on. It was, there was, and I was just like, oh, the, my web guy was having problems with it. And I go, just forget about it right now. And uh, I, I find there's, I think a lot, my opinion is I think a lot of poor people, and I say poor, I see it on social media. A lot of people that aren't rich try to really hype up cryptocurrency and act like it's like that they're killing it. And they're like making 15 or 20 bucks here or there. Like they're not. And they're living in a shit apartment and they're out partying all the time. I see it. And they're not like, but they try to get people investing under them in certain like schemes. And I think the there's certain people that have made a killing in it, obviously, that have been in it from the beginning. But, you know, Bitcoin's a lot higher now. I don't think now's the time to jump in. They'll tell you the time to jump in is now. A lot of people jumped in before when it got up to this and then it crashed all the way down for years. And, and I got in actually earlier and it crashed down way lower than where I even got in at. Um, at one point and, and I just, people trade it 24 hours a day. It doesn't exist. It's not, but again, money's not backed by gold anymore. I like gold and silver cause it's real. I think it's always, it's always going to have value, but I don't know, man. It, it, it's so it's, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. That's what scares me the most. Now, if you have money you want to play with, I think that's great, but Anything that just doesn't really, you're like, like I mean, if it dropped to a thousand dollars a coin tomorrow, it very well could. It would be like, well, why? Like, there's no, there's not like, do they have a bad earnings report or there is there, you know, there's it's upper management? Is there something? Was there a change in upper management? Like that stuff doesn't exist with that, and that to me is what is the the scary thing. And that's not to say you can't make money in it because you can. I just think that there's, I have certain things that, that I don't like not knowing. And again, it could be traded 24 hours a day. So you could be sleeping uh, and lose everything while you're sleeping. And I know there's probably, you could probably set alerts and that whole deal, but I just, I don't know. I'm not as, uh, as crazy about it as I am other things. And even the stock market could be manipulated and big money certainly. But at the end of the day, if you invest in a good company and they have good earnings reports and, and like, you know what I mean? You're going to make money long term in that. And I'm a little more old school in that. And I've done, I've, ta I've taken a ton of trading courses on, on stocks and in, in reading charts. And, and it's just, there's no rhyme or reason these days because big money can manipulate anything at such a speed that the regular investor can't. I just believe long term investing is, is the best, safest way for a person like me that has a business that has pro wrestling, going back to that you know, where I don't have to sit in front of a computer and drive myself crazy trying to make, you know, one minute trades to make small increments of money. Uh, like God bless the people that, that do that. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not one for that. And, um, and I've done well in trading at, at various times. So, uh, the NFTs, like I said, the non-fungible tokens, uh, I Gary's all about them. Gary's very rarely, uh, ever wrong. 
So it is something I think that down the line, I think it's early still with a lot of that. I don't fully understand. I know it's, I don't fully understand it. So, and I'm just so busy and uh, it's something I don't feel like I'm missing the boat on anything right now, but um, I'm sure there's money to be made. And if, if Chris is getting involved, uh, certainly there, there's, it's probably, there's something to it then. Cause Chris, Chris is very good at, at getting in on the trends. Jake Truman. Thank you very much, buddy. Good to see you. Happy Sunday, my man. Always greatly appreciated. Just watch out for big money, Matt. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I like Matt Hardy a lot, man. Me and him have always gotten along well. Matt Hardy is the only guy to defeat Ryback since leaving WWE. Broken Matt Hardy defeated me in the main event at WrestleCade years ago. Um, not clean. Senior Benjamin tased me. Uh, and allowed Hardy to, to defeat me. Um, the only one. The only one. But he was red hot at the time, too. So he had a lot of momentum behind him. And I was injured, you know, so we're going to have, we have a lot of excuses. I'm injured, tasered, you know. What else we got going on? Yeah, good point. All it takes is Elon Musk to tweet to drop a cryptocurrency. I'll never trust it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It, it, it can, depending on what's going on, if multiple people with big followings do that, or people, something, somebody gets wind of something, and, and people that have a lot of money invested in it all pull out at the same time, there's a lot of different factors that can, can manipulate that really quickly. And that, and again, anytime you're involved in trading of anything, there's always risk involved with any of it. But again, when you're investing in stocks and companies for the long haul with earnings reports, and like I know how to read those and have I have my balance sheets and my profit and loss sheets, and I know how to read the reports much better than I ever did. I know what to look for and to see things and where there's red flags possibly. And then, too, you know, a lot of times when you're investing, you're investing, too, in, in, in the CEOs and their vision and different people. And, you know, I've made mistakes in investing in things and sometimes getting too uh, in love with a company. And, and But at the end of the day, you got to – you have real-life data to at least look at, right? Whereas in crypto – Again, you could say it's, it's the future, it's the future, it's the future. I don't think any of us know what the future is. I think things are changing so rapidly with artificial intelligence and what's going on. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think life is better for humans. Like, I think we might have peaked technology-wise and happiness-wise, like while I was growing up. Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. I think Nintendo 64 might have been the peak of human years because we had technology. We had but everyone. We, we, we still had a lot of human interaction. And then the, the tide has shifted with smartphones. And like nothing's actually changed in the world either. That's another thing I always think about that. I go, all these people we see doing silly things online, like this has always been going on in the world. We just didn't have the capabilities of, of seeing it all. Now we're just exposed. Anybody, you know, homeless people have phones. Homeless people can literally document being homeless 
and, and have millions of followers if they do it good enough. Like it's it's crazy, which you would think they would be able to make money then and then not be homeless, but maybe that's just living the gimmick. The but technology has exposed us to so much more. And where I think sometimes we and I, things are crazy. Don't get me, don't get me wrong on this, but I think they've always been crazy. You know, so and I, I I think about this a lot with things, and I do think human behavior is changing with the pharmaceutical drugs and some of the other things going on. But I think we've always been crazy to a degree, and now we crazy people are just able to broadcast to everybody else that they're crazy. Whereas before, you know, you're like, oh well, Karen down the road, always picking up cigarette butts and smoking them, and like she's pulling down her pants and pissing over by the Fremont swim club. And like your neighborhood just knows that she's crazy in the past. Like when I'm growing up and I'm giving a real life example of a woman that did this when I was growing up, but the world didn't know she was crazy because the world wasn't exposed to her. Now that woman is exposed to the world and broadcasting it. And, you know, and that's what's going on. So that's why the key is, is not getting too, not wasting too much time in all of it and living life in the real life as much as possible surround yourself with good people and, and everything just the craziness is always going to be there just don't don't let the craziness become your craziness and that's what i how i try to live my life anyways what do i know instagram we got a good question corbin has no food to feed his family i'm a big fan of baron corbin he might be, he, he's doing a fantastic job. TikTok is down tremendously on the live today. I wonder, the they are not broadcasting me to everybody. That is for damn sure today. Good to see all of you, though, on TikTok. Thank you for joining me, all 40 of you. We usually have hundreds of people in here. I'm not even acknowledging, brother, that comment on the protein powder. I don't even, I think that's something, I don't even think you're a fan even asking that. That's so silly. I, I don't even know what to say to you on that. Yeah, this is a good question, Sam, actually. Uh, Kurt Angle recently spoke of Vince McMahon getting only 90 minutes of sleep a night between 4.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. every night. How can someone function like this or could this be slightly embellished? Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. I, I've i never believed. Not to, I believe he's gone on little sleep probably many times. But I believe that that is not accurate. Not, not saying Kurt. I think Kurt is, has seen it, and which is why he's telling it. I don't believe anyone sleeps that little. When all this research, and I, I do believe people, and I know other people that function on, on much less sleep, and they and they look it. And I don't, but because humans are, are, are amazing at adapting, though. So, and you guess anything's possible, but I think, you know, that's like one of those things if he turns around and croaks tomorrow, I think it's one of those deals where, 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 well, if he would have slept six to eight hours every night, he probably would have lived to be in his 90s because his mom's really old, 
you know, but his brother Rod and I was, uh, I would consider myself friendly with Rod. We talked, me and Rod McMahon talked quite way more than me and Vince did. And, and Rod, you know, I think was a year or two older than Vince and just passed away. And Rod was quite healthy and Rod didn't abuse steroids at any point either. And that's where I think Vince is. That's why, and I've had information. I don't, I believe with everything going on that a sale is closer than we all think. And I think that because I think internally he knows, and that is my opinion. Genetically, when your brother goes and you've lived a much harder life, I believe the things we are seeing is he knows and he's making sure everything is in place that if it does happen and we wake up tomorrow and he's not here, the company will be able to, the sale will be able to happen because everything has been put in place. Um, that's, and that's my opinion, but I, I believe that to be the case. Um, but I think he gets more sleep than that on a more regular basis. But I do think there's times he's probably done that pretty regularly. You know, I don't, I, I don't, who's to say we can all have our opinions on it and, and whatnot, but the, uh, I just don't know. And who's, who knows if he takes naps at different points, there's people that do get less sleep, but then they take a nap at some point throughout the day, you know? So yeah, maybe he gets 90 minutes of sleep at night, but maybe he gets a two hour nap that we don't know about. Very possible. And, and when you are that big in the company, yeah, he has a million things that, that can happen, but they've got people running things where he's not needed for a lot of that. And he's just overlooking it a lot of times. And not he's involved in creative, obviously, and he does a ton of things. Not not saying that, but I'm saying there's opportunities for him to sleep. Um, so I don't think Kurt's lying, though. I think Kurt has seen it. Obviously, he has with that, but... You know, a lot of, I do know people that can go on four or five hours pretty consistently. I've done it. I don't feel my best on it. I think it, it wears on you, I, you know, and a lot of the most successful people I see all are six to eight hour people. So, but like I said, I've, I've gone on little sleep for years and, and I've done night. I've done true story. I've gone on 40, 45 minutes sleep for TV days doing media for WWE in main eventing, literally driving myself to the next town, getting in and getting in bed, sleeping 45 minutes. My alarm, they called, woke up, showered, got ready and went and did media all day. And then they, I went back to the hotel uh, and I believe they let me get a quick nap. I think I got an hour nap at the hotel uh, later in the day. So I went on, I went on an hour and 45 minutes that day and I was drinking coffee and uh, and then went and main evented and then did a dark match after the show and then got in the car and drove to the next town. And I've done that. I've done that multiple times. So, I mean, anything you can do it, but is it like, can you do that every day? I don't know, but you know, people are definitely going to talk about it, but I, I think only Vince would be able to tell us like, Hey Vince, well, how often do you do that? Do you take naps? That's stuff that you would have to talk about. So anytime other people are talking about stuff, I think that's kind of like a legends, like a myth. There's that mythical element till it to it kind of. I would like to have Vince actually come out and actually talk about his sleeping habits. I think that would, you know, I would be interested in hearing that from him. 
Matt Helms, thank you very much. That's three coffees from Starbucks. Coffee money pouring in. Another, Chris, thank you very much, buddy, for more Starbucks. <laughs> I'm going to switch this to the WWE uh, Ryback Trademark Attorney Fund, and we're going to get, what kind of money is going to come in for that? This Starbucks money is amazing. Uh, buddy, thank you. The Guard once again. I've heard NBC Disney tossed out there. Any guesses? Yeah. And that's what I would think would be, it's going to be a major corporation like that for sure. Vince has built the company up. Uh, and I think it's going to take a major corporation like that to actually run uh, the WWE smoothly and efficiently. I don't think, it, I don't think Vince could run it smoothly and efficiently from the standpoint of, of all the departments of where it's actually in, in, in policies in place that are good for wrestlers and, you know, and my, my, I'm very curious if they sell, I think I'm very interested then going back to WWE. If it's a different, if it's a different regime, I would be in things change. Then I would say I'm more interested in having conversations to return there. Um, if they were sold. So who's to say, I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I do think Disney, I think Disney's a, is a very good guess. Gabriella says, I'm trying to lose weight. Maybe I should drink more Starbucks. Um, matcha green tea, Gabriella. And it's also in my Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. And we have with green coffee bean and acai berry and L-carnitine and cool cayenne pepper, a small amount of caffeine. We've got ginseng. Uh, and matcha green tea alone has been shown to increase metabolism in people from 10 to 15%. So uh, you can go get some matcha green tea bags. I would say get those and get some Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner also because it has a lot of other natural ingredients. That works. Uh, Sam asked, was Kevin Dunn uh, friendly to you? Yes, he was, actually. Kevin, I never had any issues with Kevin Dunn face-to-face. -face. I don't know what Kevin said behind my back ever, Kevin, but Kevin was always very nice to me. And I don't know if Kevin would ever say anything bad. I don't know on that. Uh, impossible to know whether all the internet horror stories about him are true, as he's apparently widely disliked. This could just be uh, Cornette talk. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar on on some of that stuff. Um, I don't know. I always got along with Kevin. Kevin always said hello to me if he passed by, uh, unless he was on the phone, which he would come into the building sometimes and 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 be on his phone talking. Um, but other times if he wasn't, he was, he was very friendly to me anytime. And I'd, I'd talk to him in the truck a few times. Um, I never had any problems with him. Yeah, I, I certainly hope Punk and Brian both chose AEW. I think they will be very good additions, uh, to elevating, uh, that company further and that company is doing a lot of good things and they've, they've continued to grow. They've got a lot of momentum on their side. I think tuning into their programming is more exciting because you get that vibe of what's going to happen at different points, which has been missing from pro wrestling for a long time. One of my favorite things growing up watching was the Monday night wars when you didn't know what surprises you knew you were going to get a surprise on, on, on more nights than not. 
because the companies were really going out of their way to give the fans as much value as possible. And I, I see that with AEW now um, where they want to give fans value and excitement and get buzz and that benefits everybody. I don't know if lovely clean hookers is a, is even a, as a phrase. <laughs> All right, another super chat, the Ostgard. Thank you, buddy. Here's the big question. If so, who stays, who goes, who gets axed, who do you think needs to go also? This is also for loco money, too. <laughs> no more for locos for me. That was the only time I did that. That video was rough. That was, I was, I was definitely, I was as hungover as hungover could be for that video. God. I do not, that, what a, that was, I drank four of those huge four locos. I can't remember how many, in, in, in a very short period of time. I drank two on YouTube and then had two more. And after somewhere along the way on that, th that third one, I don't remember anything else. Certainly don't remember drinking the fourth. And, uh, insane. Um, if so, who stays? And that's something I don't know who stays and who goes. That could be if, you know, say a company like Disney buys WWE, they may have a thing in place to where Vince is still kind of head of creative and uh, in that authority figure position. And until Disney in, implements certain people in other positions, or maybe Vince helps them get other people in positions. Maybe Hunter is involved and, and Stephanie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the logistics or if it's a clean sale. I don't see it just being a clean sale of like, here, just figure out who you want to run this thing. I think it's such a unique business and a unique thing that they, Hunter's involved up until Hunter doesn't want to be involved. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I could see, I could see things staying similar. Maybe it's just Vincent is not there and Hunter is running things more across the board. And I say running just from a standpoint of helping them get more qualified people in other positions. Um, you know, I don't know. I just think it's such a unique situation and a unique company. But there's, there's a lot, there, there's so many weird things going on right now. Like I don't understand the brawn and Bray, even Malachi uh, Black. I don't, I don't understand that one either, but he, he hadn't been there as long in all fairness, but Bray and Braun were moneymakers. The, the Fiend certainly, certainly was a huge moneymaker. And I believe that the revenue they were bringing in far exceeded what their downsides were. So I can't wrap my mind around why you release them unless there were backstage issues we're not privy to, which is always possible, always possible on that end. Why you would release guys like that, that, that might've been on a million dollar downside. They don't, they don't like going over that amount too much outside of Romans, probably uh, getting, getting more than that and, and earning more certainly they don't like to throw that that over a million out too, too often on that. Maybe those guys were, were, and I think they were far out earning that. Certainly Bray was. 
but their brand, their, those, their, their brands were bringing in more than their downside. So why do you release those kind of guys just randomly? I think, I think there's more going on and I'm really curious. Like I, I, it's something it's, I don't understand those two at all. Even Lana, I don't understand Lana. Lana has a, a massive social media following um, and is popular. Um, so you ask yourself, like, why would you get rid of those unless there's something going on, you know, to cut that revenue short term and then the new company can bring them back if they want. I don't know. That's why I'm really curious to see what happens in the next couple of months before their 90 days are up. But um, who do I think needs to go? I don't know. I'm not there anymore now. So if I was there working, I could be able to give a little, you know, this producer, that producer. You never want to see anybody ever get fired or anything. And you don't want to be petty at that end. But, I mean, there's a couple bad eggs there, certainly, that uh, that I wouldn't want to be there when I'm there. And I don't need to even give them any credit talking about them. But, you know, Mark Carano was a guy that I nobody liked. And he's gone now. That's a good thing. He was he was horrible. He was a horrible human being. He was not pleasant. Um, he's not tough or anything like just not. He's just an evil little little munchkin, if I've ever seen one. An evil little munchkin with his little chewing tobacco and his drinking. An evil man. His wife left him days before getting married. That's how evil that guy is. You have to be a, like for that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just. I'm not perfect by any means, but that man is. That guy's. There's a lot. There's a few people like that they employ there. So I don't know. But yeah, that would be. Uh, I think they keep the key people that are there in place and the producers and then start implementing change over time. That would be my best guess to keeping that company intact. Let me see. What else do we got going on? Another super chat by the Oscar. Thank you, buddy. Uh, maybe it was to drop overhead to increase share. Um, again, though, I don't, I don't. You're paying these talent 90 days of their downside to release them still so if they have high downsides they're still getting three months worth of pay on that i just think that the their, their revenue that the brand that they were bringing in their merchandise overall worldwide you got to remember wwe worldwide merchandise um far exceeded um what they were what they were being paid Uh, how much can I curl? I can curl quite a bit. I've, uh, I used to do back before my shoulder stuff easily used to be able to put 225 pounds on the barbell and curl it. I've, I've always had, that's why a lot of people I think don't understand. I'm not a steroid guy that, um, 
I have like power lifter strength. And the I used to, before these videos and before all my shoulder stuff, walk into the gym. There used to be gyms I'd go into with 170, 175 pound dumbbells. I would be able to grab those and military press those by myself, throw them on my legs and pop them up, incline press them, bar, uh, dumbbell bench, and just rep them out like nothing. I've always had great strength. I walked into Cena's gym just to beat the bench record at the time, which was broken later on by Brodus beat it by like two and a half pounds. And then uh, I think Big E broke it. Um, and I just went in there and did 500 and just literally walked in, warmed up real quick, did 500 and left. I didn't even try to like beat it. <clears throat> and uh, like, I've just always had, I've always been really, really strong on that. So I'm able to build a lot of muscle because I'm able to train heavy, you know, so, but now with my shoulder, I train at a much lighter weight than I did until my shoulder's better. And even then I'll push it at different times once I'm back, but I've evolved my training, um, for longevity as well to stay as healthy as possible. But I've done some pretty ridiculous lifts and, and been able to, I can lift a lot of weight. And, and I think if I've ever committed myself and this is before my shoulder stuff to powerlifting solely, like world's strongest man stuff, I think I would do very, very well in that field. The only issue is, is not doing drugs and you're competing against guys doing drugs. It, obviously, it's not a level playing field on that. But I think if you put me up against people that are not on drugs, and I'm talking on TRT in the normal ranges, and there's different thoughts on that, but it's not out of the normal ranges, right? It's what any normal person would have. It's my strength uh, fares very well. Thank you very much. How long am I going to stream for? I typically stream for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes uh, most time. Usually try to always keep it around that hour, Mark. I'm trying to see what other, what else is uh, going on? Question. Have you ever read the book called The Secret? I have. We talk about it all the time. It's a great book, The Law of Attraction. Um, there's a great book that I've read twice. I've already listened to it twice. The Five Thieves of Happiness is the book I'm going to recommend to you guys tonight. The Five Thieves of Happiness. Oh, Christopher, the promo code, oh, everyone, too, for Feed Me More Nutrition. The promo code is The Hookup. Guys, The Hookup. Giving you a free gym bag, lifting straps, workout gloves, and Feed Me More Nutrition. Premium black shaker bottle with the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry logo on these guys. Uh, all you got to do is select this as your free gift and then add the gym bag, lifting straps, and workout gloves. Select your workout glove size, please, uh, under weight belts and apparel. Just spend $60 or more on feedmemore.com. Add that stack to your cart. Add the shaker bottle. And all those are yours free is my gift to you until midnight Pacific. It's in the description and it will be in the comments after this video. Uh, no, your dad can be the big guy, but I do have it trademarked. So he just has to, he just has to be careful where he calls himself that Hunter Biden calls his dad, the big guy as well. Joe Biden is certainly not the big guy. I can assure you of that. And he doesn't have it trademarked. Uh, Matt Helm says, will you be at SummerSlam this Saturday? 
I, I do not believe so. I'll probably do a live stream right by the stadium where the stadium in the background in my, my truck making people think I'm going to crash uh, SummerSlam. I don't know. I'm not, I have nothing to do with the company, guys. I'm not going, it's not. If they were smart, they'd have me go cost Goldberg the match, though, and then set up a match, a retirement match with Goldberg at WrestleMania. But that would make too much sense. <laughs> and I would just say, no, I'm good. I'm not doing anything until my shoulder's better. So. There's rumors still going on that SummerSlam could be canceled. That I've heard here that WWE has backup plans of doing the Thunderdome just in case Vegas cancels all uh, public events. But I think with everything going on, I wouldn't be shocked WWE and Vince and them that if a payment wasn't made to make sure if that does happen, it's not till after SummerSlam. Because I think they got the other fight. Is it Pacquiao fighting the same night here? So I know Vegas doesn't want because those are going to be big money makers for the town for this weekend coming up. So they may try to wait till afterwards to to cancel. Hopefully nothing gets canceled. We don't need to be going backwards. We need to keep open one hundred percent. But with all that BS going on, the Oscar. Thank you, buddy. The last question for me. I love all day. You may. It's not overly sweet. How is your amino powder? Uh, many like Redcon 1, et cetera, and Brutally Sweet. How's yours? I'm not a fan of those companies. I'm not a fan of anything that, that Redcon. I It kills me seeing Kenny associated with them because the owner was a former drug guy that in he's grown that company well. They don't use, they, they don't use what I believe to be healthy ingredients for people. They use the artificial sweeteners and colors in the majority of their stuff. Um, I'm just not a fan, and I'm not a fan of using big drugged up steroid bodybuilders, which they do with that Kai Green guy. I have that guy blocked. I don't all those bodybuilders. I block them. I don't. I think those guys are a major problem with the world with their mindsets, and I don't want their mindsets should not be spread. But that's they they have the ability to do so. Uh, Rich Piana was the unhealthiest person in the world, and he died very young. He lived a, a crazy life, um, and and was the everything the complete opposite of how I try to live my life. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I believe that that guy's mindset got spread to so many people. Uh, and it's not a good thing. I've seen it. Women here doing massive amounts of steroids because they're so inadequate and insecure of themselves. Um, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the supplements, man, that they do. And and I, I think we use the best ingredient. We don't use anything that's going to harm you. We use stevia and monk fruit. We don't use any of the artificial colors. And I'm always trying to evolve and improve. I love the taste of my supplements. And we have an 83% returning customer rate usually, anywhere from 80 to 83% most months. And then the reigning is new customers. That is a huge, huge returning customer base, um, which does not happen very often in, in businesses at that level, especially supplements. So uh, our finish at BCAA Electrolyte Matrix, which we have cotton candy uh, and raspberry lemonade, I love both flavors. I even mix them sometimes. They taste really good mixed. I'll do a scoop and scoop. We also have an electrolyte, full electrolyte uh, 
panel in it as well. Uh, that lot in, in glutamine, we give you two and a half grams of glutamine uh, per scoop as well, which I'll do two scoops and get five grams of glutamine. So I think it uh, is better than those other companies and better for the fact that I don't believe we're doing anything to harm you while giving you the ingredients that you want. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, the those companies also, I can tell you for a fact too, in Redcon, based off how much they're 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 a large company, right? And they but see, and this is like they they use steroid bodybuilders to market their supplements to kids and to younger people, where they think that those people are using those supplements to look the way that they do. The different I use these supplements and have since I was in my 20s to be in. Like, it's but people look at me and don't think that I get grouped into that class as well, which is the fight that I'm in on educating people like, no, this is not the case on that. But these companies overcharge. That's one of the things why I didn't get distribution. They wanted me to raise my prices so much because my costs are three to five times higher than the majority of these companies. And they're ordering such large quantities. They're getting stuff dirt cheap and they still charge people way more money than they should be. I'm just not a fan of it, man. I don't like the business. I don't like the in the, in the I don't like the supplement industry, and I don't like the majority. And I say I don't like like the people that represent it. They're the unhealthiest people on the planet, and that's why I'm very vocal. And I was like, and I work very very hard, uh, and I'm very motivated to help share my mindset. Um, and and that's not to say because when I was younger, I fell into that little trap of doing steroids from 20 to 24, albeit mildly. I fell into that trap of letting other people's insecurities become mine and thinking it was okay. And it's like, you see all these guys dropping dead, all these bodybuilders, they drop dead so young with this stuff. It's just a dangerous game. And with social media, they spread this stuff to the kids and the youth and people look at it and like, oh, I can get attention by doing this. No, you could also die very young. There's no benefit to it. And I hate the argument where people will go, oh, we're not harming anybody. Yes, you are. Your mindset is poisoning the mindsets of a lot of people. And that's a very dangerous thing. And I can't control that, but I can control what I put out and what I do. But I hate getting classified and grouped into that shit because it's just like, I'm honest and transparent on everything. That's why I tell you guys I do the TRT with that. And I like I've, I've done that since I was 28. But it is what it is. The botch guy, thank you very much. Feed me more, buddy. One of my all-time favorites. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, let me see here. All right, buddy. I, I see that you're uh, that you're Indian. You're also an Indian that is now blocked. You've been shell shocked down a pit of spikes. I do not discriminate. Let me see here. If you're going back to college, you just got to make sure you're eating adequate, clean calories. I'm, I'm going to always uh, promote a vegan diet um, and eating. Uh, and you can eat a very high protein vegan diet, uh, which I believe is superior to all other forms of eating. And that is based off my lifelong experience of trying pretty much every diet.
one bad product line ruins it for everybody, including the good ones. I see why you're mad at people like that. Uh, yeah, it does in the sense that it's it gets grouped in together with a lot of these companies. Um, and there, there's there's see this is this is why I talk about capitalism for bad and capitalism for good because at the end of the day we're all businesses, right? There's so a business that does good and provides a service for people and, and adds value to their life without harming their health is capitalism for good. Where I make money, you you get what you want, and you and I do not cost you your health at a future date or a different time. The problem is, is the majority of people don't look at it that way. And they're like, well, it's not my problem. And too many people we've, we're in the, where they're like, well, artificial sweeteners taste good. Natural sweeteners taste amazing. And they're not bad for you. But these people, they're like, we're now, that's what, like, we have the whole meat debate. People will, well, cheeseburgers taste good. They're like, well, they're not looking at anything else. I don't care if it causes a heart attack. It tastes good. The food we've been provided tastes absolutely amazing. And when we start feeling better and looking better and doing things for our health, everything gets better. And I'll take vegan food all day long over the, the meat alternatives now after, after learning what I have and experiencing it because I get better every day in so many ways, especially to physically working out blood flow wise. You want to improve your sex life? Go vegan. It is absolutely, it will keep you young for, for I believe, far, far longer than the standard American Western diet. But these companies, that's why I don't like seeing big names affiliated with drinks. And I see it with other guys, Rock's another one doing those artificial sweeteners and those, those Zoa drinks. I think it's no good. I, I'm disappointed, but that's him. It's not my business. I can only control me and doing what I do um, and, and try to share my mindset. But the world has been filled with bad from day one, and it's up to us to educate ourselves, uh, and, and knowledge is power. And that's why I try to share the hungry mindset with you guys. I want you to have the tools to be motivated to learn and to read and to learn uh, to be able to make the choices for yourself um, because there's going to be a lot of people that – that give you bad information. And I hope I certainly never give you bad information. Another super chat here. Toby, thank you very much. MXS. Did you just send me $10 in crypto? Uh, I'm not familiar with that vegan teacher. I've heard, I've heard, I believe it's a woman, right? I, I've heard of the vegan teacher. I don't, I've not watched any of the stuff. I don't watch a lot, believe it, of TV or anything. I re, I listen to a lot of audio books uh, in my downtime uh, while I'm doing other things. And I'll listen to books multiple times. I listen to my books on 1.7. I'm about to go to 1.8x. I've gradually increased over the years, like speed reading, but for audi, audible um, where I could process information very quickly, but I like to listen to it multiple times because sometimes I'll get caught up in doing other things. I'll miss a little bit here and there. So typically I'll go through a book two or three times and really, really digest it really well and take what I need to take from it and move on. Water wise, I think I've read the more like the Vegas water is very dirty from everything I've learned recently. Um, and I, I do think the quality of our water everywhere has gone down because we're so overpopulated. 
that to meet the demands and the water being recycled and having to be cleansed. And we need the water to be clean because God knows what's going down everybody's drains, right? So we want the water to be clean. So it's like a trade-off, but they're adding chemicals and different things. And, uh, and it comes at the expense of the water not being as pure. The more I learn about alkaline water, the, I'm more and more tempted to order one uh, because I believe just the way the world is going at overpopulation and we're going through our resources at a, at a much higher rate that I think it would be very beneficial for me to invest in an alkaline water system. Unless somebody out there wants to give me one. I should follow the alkaline water companies and be like, hey, this stuff looks cool. You got to always be a worker. If you can get a $5,000 machine for free, why not? I need to actually, I'm going to try that. That in the sauna, I need to get up deals with those places. Sonny Lamont, good to see you, my man. Hey, big guy, if you were president of the United States, what would you do about the conflicts in the Middle East and the Taliban? Feed me more. So I'm not fully aware. I just saw some stuff on all that. The world is absolutely screwed up. The, there has been evil in this world from day one, and it is unfortunate. I don't know what you do with all, because this is why I say in being positive and loving is, is the way to be. But when you're dealing with evil, you cannot combat evil with love and positivity. And I'm going to, you're going to, if you are in your home and a psycho axe murderer breaks into your house and your family is sitting in the living room and you're in your kitchen and you have clear vision of this, you have a, and you have a loaded gun sitting right next to you. And this guy comes in with just ready coming in. He come, he's coming in with knives, with guns. He's just going to slaughter your family to pieces right in front of you. Do you think sitting there and going, hum, please, 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 please. Do you think that's going to stop that act from being completed? Or do you think picking up that gun and blowing his brains out is going to stop that and, and the family lives forever? Right. So there's this is where I talk about where you love and positivity. But when you're fighting evil and I learned this through fighting WWE is you got to fight fire with fire if you want to stay alive. I think the world's really screwed up. I think there's a lot of people that have a lot of different crazy beliefs um, where they want to do a lot of bad things to other people. I think people like that. I, it sucks because in with that, that is over in those places you do have innocent women and children and people. It would be great if you can get all the good people out and just kill all the bad and just literally blow them away because the world would be a better place. It really would. I don't know how you deal with it. it it's, a very, it's a really complicated deal. There's been corruption and evil from day one with humans. And why? We'll never fully understand it. All we could try to do is control our environment and... Um, you're dealing with his president. You're dealing with with two sides of the coin of people that don't understand that. And then it's, you know, it's a really tough, tough thing. And I don't know what the right call is on that other than what I just said. You know, and there's, and there's times where you, you, a lot of innocent people get killed. and But I don't know. It's a really complicated issue. But we can't let them do anything that's going to affect us or anybody else. There's just, there's just so much evil in the world and you're dealing with people that are like, it, that's why I really believe the world we live in is heaven and hell. We experience that here. And depending on if 
what we are, what we're born as and what we do and, and on our mindset, there's a lot of factors in that. It's what we experience. Um, but there's a lot of people experiencing hell on this on this earth every single day. Great question, though. I, and if I was president, I probably would be assassinated very early on. All right, guys, with that, we're going to wrap up today's show. Make sure to cash in. Get your hookup on Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com until midnight Pacific tonight. Use discount code THEHOOKUP to get a free Feed Me More Nutrition gym bag, lifting straps, workout gloves, and shaker bottle, guys, on feedmemore.com. Just spend $60 or more. It's in the description. Go to Weight Belts and Apparel. Add the lifting straps, workout gloves, and a gym bag into your cart. Select the free shaker bottle as your free gift. Guys, $60 or more, you're getting a huge value for free. I think it's like an $80 value for free, $85 or $90 value, all free for all orders, $60 and up till midnight Pacific tonight. So take advantage of that deal, our cool little weekend promotion for Feed Me More Nutrition. And I thank all of you for listening. Thank you, everybody, for the super chats as well. Have a good night and stay hungry. Feed me more.